And then you just turn to the wall and you're like, Kyle's one of my best friends, but when it comes to trust, <laughs> it's one of the most important things to me. He's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Hello. Today's episode of Silver Boys is brought to you by Plastics. Remember, plastics make it possible. Is that is that a good ad? Wake up with us. We're the Silver Boys Brunch Squad. We're going to brunch together. We're not going to listen to the world. This is my song. Okay. <laughs> Put myself out there. Listen to this. Okay, um, this is a pod. This is a podcast all about how our life got flipped, turned upside down, and then we sat in a room, and now we're talking on the phone. And this is not that cool because we're both alone, and we like to talk to people, but we can't today. So, welcome to the Silver Boys Podcast. Yeah, boy. I thought you were going to end it with Silverboy Podcast with Brian and Jay. Oh, that'd be way better. It was pretty good either way, though. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, was that off the top of your skillet? God, yes. I That is not written down. <laughs> if that if the answer to that was no, then I would have been worried. No. <laughs> you wrote that down? I wrote that down, yeah. I wrote it down, and I'm sorry. Cool. Ugh. Cool, cool. Um, Baseball. I like baseball. 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 Dude, the fact that there is no baseball is weird. It's weird. Like, no opening day. Yeah, and no March Madness, and no NBA playoffs. I mean, that's kind of whatever. For me, those ones are big. I don't care. I don't watch baseball. Baseball is Although I like... was supposed to go to um, a game on the 28th or 9th. Or so. It was supposed to be like one of the Mariners opening games this year. We were... I feel like baseball like ushers in you know, spring and summer. It's like baseball season. Totally. Time to put on a windbreaker and, and go eat some expensive food. Yep. At a slow three-hour sports game. The one hot dog you'll eat a year. I mean, I eat way more than one hot dog. Yeah, I mean, too. I love sausage. Even since I became vegan, I found some really delicious vegan options, and I still love to eat hot dogs and sausages or whatever they're called when they're vegan. I like slamming those those long dogs down into my gullet. Gullet dogs. I like a good amount of... What's your... Uh... Is this the podcast right now? Yeah, we're, we're talking. I Fuck think it, it is. Um, What's your, like... like Let's uh, hypothetical. It doesn't matter if it's vegan or not. Let's just leave that out. Yep. What is your ideal hot dog topping situation? I'm the I'm the most boring person in the world to answer this question. Um, hope, please don't say ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. You're a ketchup on the dog guy. It's like straight up just ketchup. Just ketchup. Although that said, if I'm 
Like I do like the Seattle dogs with the cream cheese on them. That's good too. Cream cheese on a dog is great. Yeah. If I wasn't dairy free, yeah, mine would be cream cheese, uh, deli mustard, like a brown mustard, Ugh. onions, Ugh. sauerkraut, mm-hmm. maybe some jalapenos, but we're definitely, definitely onions and sauerkraut. We're such good hot dog partners because I would not want a single ingredient that you put on your hot dog. No man, we're the worst. And you don't want often, my ketchup. How how often has somebody not finished their hot dog and wanted to offer it to you? I feel like it happens all the time to me. Maybe totally. it's because I hang out with little tiny women who don't finish their hot dogs. Yeah, but it happens though. Pretty often, yeah. someone's like, "You want the rest of my hot dog?" And I'm like, "Sure, what's on it?" And they're like, "Ketchup, a lot of it." And I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> so you are you out on ketchup altogether? If there's if you offer me a hot dog, I would. I'll tell you this: being lactose intolerant, I would rather eat the cream cheese dog than a ketchup dog. Wow! <laughs> ketchup belongs on only a few items in this world. So and you it's will mainly you will consume ketchup. Yeah, but it's like here, here's what ketchup goes on: potato products, like okay. fries, hash browns, any sort of breakfast potato. Oh, I won't do breakfast ketchup. It goes on meatloaf. Yeah, and it and it goes in a hamburger if you if you really don't have like the good the good stuff. I I will say I'm for me ketchup on a dog ketchup on a burger just about every time, and then for fries and that's about the only three places it lives in my life, fries burgers yeah. and dogs. Now you can you can mix ketchup with other stuff and that doesn't count. Like buffalo if you ketchup yourself, is good stuff. Yeah, if you want to make yourself some like. I don't know, special sauce with mayonnaise and pickles. That's not ketchup anymore. See, that's like a whole segment of foods that I'm pretty out on is vinegar-based anything. Oh, dude, that's like my fucking... If we're talking condiments, I want want that tang. No. Like hot sauces, my favorite for a while was like the green Tabasco. Yeah. That's just like a tangy, tart, vinegary green pepper sauce. I don't even know what it tastes like. It's a little too much for me now. Yeah, um, you probably would not enjoy it, but I like I like Frank's. I like Crystal because they're like that. Ooh, Frank's. Frank's is just buffalo sauce, right? No, there's Frank's and there's Frank's buffalo. I mean, you can do buffalo wings with Frank's, but yeah, Frank's is good. I don't know. I don't know which one's classic, but well, it's that that's, like that's it's that same that's style. hypocritical of me a little bit though, because isn't buffalo uh, like have vinegar in it? Doesn't buffalo sauce it's, have vinegar? Yeah, it's a very tangy. Yeah, so Soft. that's that one doesn't really fit with my r- alleged rules, but get like you can have all the world's mustard, you can have all the pickles, you can have anything that has been pickled, you can have all the sauerkraut and relish, and just I don't want any of it. You can have all of it. Uh, you can have all the mayonnaise. What are like pickled radishes when when they come with your tacos? Most of these. So if we were to go through a list of suggestions, the majority I would have not tried. So I've never had pickled radishes before. You never tried pickled radishes? No, man, never tried pickled radish before. You need to try pickled radish, dog. She's like crunchy, but also like hella good. Better than a regular radish. <laughs> like hella good. <laughs> like hella good, dude. I wouldn't put a normal radish on a salad often unless my dad was like, yo, here, you want a radish? This came from my garden. I'd be like, yeah, I guess so, because I know if I say no to it, you're just going to give me a guilt trip like I need to eat more of your garden veggies. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. It's super weird not having 
the the sports things happening even when you're not going like i'm a very casual baseball fan like i said before i love going to games it's super fun i will almost never watch them on tv unless it's like a specific reason or i'm with someone that wants to or something no but going to games is super fun and i play in a softball league and so playing that is super duper fun too I feel like there's a difference between I'm also like a pretty laid back sports fan. Don't give too much of a shit about stats anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm more about the emotion, the feel of sports camaraderie. Yep. I don't really care what player it has, what last name, you know? Yep. That's, that's not my forte. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's his last name? Yeah, I don't know, but he did good. And he, I don't care what team he was on last year because right now he's making me feel happy. <laughs> uh, but like baseball game, whether it's in house or at the field, it, to me, very social event. I'm not eyeballing the game for three hours, nine innings. No, yeah. I might sit down and enjoy it, but I'm bullshitting the whole time. To whereas, like, if I'm at a Seahawks game or if I'm for some reason on a court watching NBA which I never have done. Well, I think I watched the Sonics in like fifth grade. But either way, I'm paying attention to the game yeah. closely. Yeah. It's very action-packed. Things happen every like four seconds. Yeah. Baseball is a lot of standing around. It is fun to watch. What I'm not I, – I, that all sounds like I'm on board with that. I'm not into going to Club club Safeco, as we used to call it. I guess now it's called T-Mobile Park, so I don't know what they call that anymore. But just going to pay a $30 cover to get a beer and ignore the game and like stand in the beer garden <laughs> is not something I'm into at all. Luckily I'm tall uh, enough. I can usually stand wherever and see what's going on. But the, yeah, just standing around with people drinking and not paying attention to the game. I can do that for a couple innings, but I can't do that for like a whole game. Dude, I could do that for a whole game. I got kicked out and I was bummed. <laughs> that makes Did sense. Did I tell you about the time I got kicked out of a, the Mariners game? <laughs> no. It was me. so early. It was like in tell the us. F- second inning. Oh, my God. Um, well, you know, there's a law where you're not allowed to bring alcohol into another establishment that serves alcohol. Sure. I said, well, fuck that law. Okay. And it, Thomas Jefferson said, if there's a law that you don't agree with, you should fight it. So uh, yep. <laughs> I fought it. By fighting it, I mean I put one of those little shark skin flasks in my back pocket uh-huh. filled with vodka. Yep. Um. <laughs> pretty cool yeah uh they're like you know the size of a wallet maybe a little longer they hold like 10 ounces of fluid yeah and that's enough to i mean that's worth the risk are they (laughs) apparently Uh, so they have like a little black screw top on the top and i was standing up against the fence watching uh the game and i had two of those liquor control people approach me from the left and the right and they're like oh no we're going to need to see your ID. And I was like, oh, why would you need that? And they're like, can you can you uh, grab that liquor out of the back pocket? And I was like, there's, I don't know what, you're not, there's nothing in there. What do you mean? They're like, we can see the lid poking out. And I was like, oh, this? <laughs> yeah, that's water. <laughs> and they I smelled it. I love water so much. Yeah, that's just a little extra water just in case the line's long, you know. It's my emergency water. I'll buy water here, but this is for emergencies only. And uh, they made me give it to him. They took the cap off, and he smelled it. And I wanted so badly to be one of those guys who just doesn't give a fuck. And I wanted to 
clap it open on his face so that the vodka just went over his face. But I got scared, yeah. so I didn't do it. It's okay. You might have gotten banned for like a decent amount of time had you done that. I don't know. I think if I clapped it and then ran, I mean, what would they do? Well, if you clapped it and ran and actually got away, nothing. Dude, I mean, nothing. you they wouldn't have been. You be wouldn't like, have made it out of the stadium. They would have been like, "Yeah, he's like six four, six five, wearing this." That's not that many people. <laughs> You're not a very inconspicuous person. I would have been like some other tall bro. Yo, trade me jackets. <laughs> and then he gets harassed and kicked out. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, that'd be really funny. Or if they try to stop me, I'd be like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have alcohol on me. Search me. Search my body. <laughs> have you ever gotten into places you shouldn't have? Um, Like just gotten in? Yeah, like I went to Bumbershoot for free once. Oh, sick. Like, I just talked my way into it. Nope. I don't think I've ever done that. I was like, hey, I want to go eat at the food court in here, but it's all blocked off because of Bumbershoot. And they're like, yeah, that's for Bumbershoot guests. You can't go in there right now because of Bumbershoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am like, I understand that, but I work Yeah, around. Yeah, but like, I won't listen to the music. I'm just like trying to totally. eat that. It's, can you, I, can you, have you guys smelled it? Can you smell that? Like, I can smell the elephant ear from a block away, and I love elephant ears. <laughs> can I please go have an elephant ear? I'll plug my ears. Uh, yeah. I'll plug my ears for an elephant ear. I won't listen to any music. I told him, I was like, well, I work near here, and I always eat lunch there because the lunch in our break room is garbage, and it's either that or McDonald's, and I don't want McDonald's. I, I was like, seriously, I'm just going to go eat and then leave. As it's, Can I please just go in? And he was like, uh, no, we can't do that. Um, and I was just like, I just kept on, just kept talking to him. And I was like, okay, but here's the thing. I don't want to hang out in there for hours and listen to music. I genuinely just want to go eat lunch, please. And and finally he like called a manager or pretended to call a manager and then changed his mind and then was like, okay, but don't linger. I was like, thanks. And I just walked in. That's fucking dope. Yeah. And I spent like an hour and a half in there and I, I listened to a couple things. I didn't know what I was listening to at all. It just kind of felt cool to be in there. Like I would just, I went and ate my food and then I walked around for a bit and just like looked around and sent my coworkers videos from inside Bumbershoot and was like, hey, look, I'm in Bumbershoot. And they were like, what? How'd you get in there? And I was like, I talked to him with words. And then, yeah, it was pretty cool. Finesse, baby. Yeah. I bet it feels good to know that literally every single person around you paid money and you're you're like, I just walked in after, <laughs> ta- after talking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Like, I could have stayed as long as I wanted, really. Like, they're not yeah. going to go in there and track anyone down. Yeah, it's been an hour. The guy's like, all right, that's enough. Watch the door. I'm going to go look for Brian. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> but, I bet you he's listening and enjoying this music oh, right now. Son of a gun. Fucking freeloading hippie. <laughs> yeah. So. Taps you on the shoulder. Hey, going to need to see that ID. <laughs> Well, what for? I don't know. Maybe because you brought your ears in. You're enjoying this shit, aren't you? <laughs> no outside ears. No, no outside ears. Free ears allowed. Do you pay for your ears to be in here? And then you clap his ears and run. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the sides of his head. Just boom. <laughs> 
Oh, that would be that'd be great. I wish I had done that. By the way, the crowd, the Bumbershoot crowd, boy, are they different than myself? I would oh. say. Yeah. Average age of seventeen, maybe eighteen yeah. tops. Like yeah. you have plenty of people that are probably in their thirties in there, but the average there's a lot of fourteen year olds also, so the average gets drugged down a lot. But yeah, that was. Yeah. It was like a kid's, like a chill. It was weird because I was surrounded by children, but they were mostly naked children. And I was like, this is this feels gross. I don't understand. Like a bunch of little raver high schoolers. Totally. I was like, these You're like, why are you dressing so incomplete? Yeah, it's making me feel confused and uncomfortable. Incomfortable. Incomfortable. Um, guess what? Chicken butt. We're still quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, and it got extended this is the news segment by the way S- smooth transition into the news segment actually news i like the quarantine version i hope that peaks really badly yeah we'll see it was very quiet to my ears because i'm hearing you through your iphone what if i do this news yep it sounds like you ate your phone i did Chunk, um, chunk down. Anyways, in news, more people have died. Stay inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. please, okay. please yep. actually do it. And other news, the president said some things that don't matter because no one's listening to him. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. be in our houses probably till the end of April. So that sucks. But I have good news, Jay. Please. John Krasinski has started a YouTube channel called Some Good News, where he just delivers heartwarming, positive news to people. You Is this because of everybody who is posting the meme of him pointing at the board with, like, positive things? Maybe. You see, you've seen those memes? I have seen those memes. I don't know if this is a response to that. I think... So it's impossible that The Office has nothing to do with this, Life imitates art. Dude. Like, because he is Jim Halpert. And also, I'm pretty sure that in, like, the first episode, um, Steve Carell appears. And, like, because he's John Krasinski, he can have dope guests on his news program. Yeah. And, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I was looking up news before this episode. And I'm very excited about this. I'm going to subscribe to it. It's called Some Good News with John Krasinski. Follow it, guys. Yeah, listen. Maybe it's pretty good. Yeah, maybe it sucks. Maybe it's trash. <laughs> maybe it's horrible. Why don't you go find out for your fucking selves? Yeah. Huh? Don't take our word for it. Don't. Take John Krasinski's words. Do that. It, into your orifios. Oriforosums. Oriforia. What's what's do you in Spanish? Hello, I'd like to talk to you about an important issue called oraphoria. Do you have oraphoria? I do. Is that, is that where you look at Oreos and you start coming? It is. Oh no, that's oreogasm. That's oreophoria. <laughs> Not to be confused with oraphoria. Oraphoria is oraphobia is another dangerous one. Your fear of holes fear of mouthful holes is mouthful a word i'm probably not mouthful mouthful holes sounds like a bad like a really lame name in like the 1600s mouthful yeah. 
Gather your pile. We are moving on to the next village. <laughs> <laughs> yes, master. I got so much of a, like a picture from that one little thing. I'm just like I picture the setting and the characters and their whole vibe, everything from just that one little bit. I have a gift. I pictured like a weird Nigel Thornberry esque like traveler that's like in haiti or something and just like helping out and but he's also like too fancy to really do any heavy lifting himself he's got like and an, it's, he's got it's an also apprentice. 1931 why is it the th- i th- i said it was the 1600s oh so yeah earlier then either way long time ago 1631 1631 what's crazy is 1630s were like pretty similar to the 1530s <laughs> Probably to us for sure. What were the what were the groundbreaking technological improvements that they had in that hundred years? Do you think? I don't know. Probably some sort of weaponry that no one fucking used except for the <laughs> army. Well, we have crossbows, and and now twenty years later, we have crossbows that shoot three arrows at once. And a hundred years later, we've developed a very large crossbow that shoots what we call a bolt. Yes. Is that just we a big arrow? That. Yes, but it's made entirely of metal. Yeah. We've ran out of large trees already. <laughs> We've ran out. I wonder what the largest single... Like, physics-wise, do we have the ability to build a bone arrow that can shoot an arrow made of one tree? Like a 150-foot-long tree-sized arrow. Can we build that? Yes. We have to be able to. I mean, imagine, though. I don't know what, like, the tensile. Like, you'd have to be using, like, crazy steel or some sort of metal cables to get the tension to be strong enough and, like, have enough bounce back force. And, like. This would be a fun actual science experiment. It really would. I wish I had. It would probably cost close to a million dollars, though. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I had. I mean, imagine the type of, like, mechanics that you'd need to like keep the tension on a wire that could hold a fucking tree yeah (laughs) and then loose it into the air like an arrow yeah and how far would it go it would probably go really freaking far my brain is still treating this tree like a tree and not an arrow so it's just like i imagine just like a really floppy fucking flight just (laughs) <laughs> the leaves catch air and it's just like a disaster so, so your tree hasn't been turned into an arrow shaped tree it's just no. an actual they tree. spent two years making the bow and they're like <laughs> now nah, let's just fire a regular tree she'll be funny right you guys am i right be funny yes yes fire, <laughs> fi- fire the tree fire the tree all right dude I love this. I love this idea a lot. Imagine being like tasked to work on the largest bow and arrow that's ever been built. And they're like, this is what we're doing. You're like, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, you're just going to be whittling the tree down into a shape of an arrow, though. (laughs) Like, well, fuck. That's it. What are all of you doing? Well, it's going to take hundreds of us for the engineering of the bow itself. But we just need you to whittle the tree down into an arrow shape for us. Yeah, you, you have about 18 months. I, I think you got this. Yep. 
What about the arrowhead taken care of? Ta- oh. <laughs> oh, we already have that built. We're going to use a Boeing 787. We'll send you the specs. There's a lot of them. A Boeing 787. This is like the biggest, the literal biggest tree in history. Not the biggest tree. To, for, to use a Boeing as the tip of the arrow? Well, I mean, you're going to cut the tail off. You're going to run the tree right up through the middle of the passenger side, bolts okay. all down. This is my best idea ever, dude. <laughs> I feel like if a Boeing 787 can fly, which, you know, that's up in the air. Yep. Uh, <laughs> to be determined on that one. Got if him. You, if you ram a tree up its ass and then fire it like an arrow, yeah. it's going. It's yeah. going. It's going somewhere. I mean, it's not going to not move. Yeah. 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 So imagine the air, like the Mm -hmm. pressure change as that arrow just loosens. You just fall over towards the fucking arrow. Yeah. I just, now I'm, I really want to know like what some of the biggest mechanically moved bolts and arrows in history were. I don't. Like, even one that's 50 feet long. Don't don't crush my dreams. I want to build this. What if they said the largest bow and arrow ever built was a very big fir tree with a 787 on it? (laughs) It took two years, $1 million, and 101 men. (laughs) 101 men. We We guessed all of the specs. We know what that one man did. That last one man. My ears are hot. It's hot in here, dude. It's getting hot in here. 73 degrees, it sounds like. 73. So it sounds like. <laughs> um, hey, while you're looking that up, um, yeah. I was going to throw that song down on this podcast, truly, so you can hear it, but yeah, it's in Ableton, and I'm using Ableton to record this. Oh, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> So I can't really preview it for you. But just so you know, based on last week's topic, what did I do? I said I needed you to pick a time signature. Yep. Which is easy. A tempo. Yep. 86. Um, Some Roman numerals. One, two, and four. Yep. Which is uh, the p- chord progression. I think it's called the Tennessee the tennessee chart musical chart i don't know it makes it easier to read shit and then <laughs> oh the that was f- the fl- flavor was of the noise? song that was a very loud noise do you hear that no but let let you do whatever you're doing Whew. that was Are you crazy. okay yeah i just i got like there was an i it sounded like a notification came through but as far as i know my device is on do not disturb so i don't know how that happened that was so loud anyways um so i picked the chord progression Uh and i also picked a mood yeah i picked a couple good moods the vibe yeah uh i think i said emotion Yep. Your first one was disappointed. <laughs> and then because you found out what that was supposed to be used for, you, you switched it to satisfied by flavor. Yep. Was what I wrote down here. Yeah. Um, 
I'll be honest, man, having a hard time getting inspired for lyrics. The song is dope. I actually really like it. Having a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as lyrics, I don't know, dude. I, I think the lack of talking to humans has made my actual vocabulary literally. Literally. That's a good example. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> this is what happens when you put Jay in a box. It's not good, folks. It's not what Dude, we want. Get me out of here. I, mm. I, for real, yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> There's same. a silver lining, and we talked about this. And there are some things that I appreciate, but I'm only appreciating them like two hours of the 13, 14, 17 hours I'm awake. Yeah. I hope I'm actually awake closer to 17. That's too much. You want to be awake... Like, when you're not waking up early for a specific purpose, you want to be awake for at most. Well, here's the fun thing about that is uh, my brain is just like, "Hey, dude, it's time for work. Eight o'clock. Gotta wake up." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right, because I still have a job at a place that opens at nine. <laughs> just fucking kidding. I haven't worked there in like a year. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, oh yeah. Well, you gotta pee now. It's like, course." Did you just make that up? Did you just make that up on the spot? <laughs> Fucking asshole. Then I go pee and I can hear children already playing outside. It's like, man, I don't know the last time I went out outside at 8 in the morning to play. You should go for a longboard ride next time you wake up early. No. <laughs> no. No, I could have been at like three. I don't want to wake up five hours later and put on all my clothes and what go outside. If you're already awake. What are you? Can you? Are you good at going back to sleep? I'm not bad at it. Well, then yeah, then you're fine. Then what's the problem? I would like to just sleep a consecutive seven hours. Yeah, that'd be better. Give them the that'd choice. I'd take that. Like, all right, let's say I go to bed at three, wake right up at ten. Boom, the day is cool. Going to bed at 3, waking up at 8, it's like, ooh, it's a little early. And then Not I got to cool. wait till like, 9.30 to go to back to sleep, and then I'm going to wake back up at 12. It's like... Not as cool of a day. Fun. Mm. Very fun. Mm-hmm. It's almost as fun as cutting off your pinky. How's that mm. doing, by the way? Oh, I bitched Sh- out. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Didn't you cut a corner of it off or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was checking on. Oh. That was not my pinky. That was my... What finger was that? I don't even remember. That's a good sign. It was my oh. middle... Was it my middle finger? I think it was my middle finger. Okay. So it's healed. Uh, yeah, it's good to go. That's Solid. Good. That's good. And that just goes to show, if you slice your finger mm-hmm. pretty decently, crazy glue is cheaper a lot cheaper than the hospital. Absolutely. And I told Jay this story when it happened, but I'm going to tell you guys now that when I cut the corner of my thumb off in college, I went to the emergency room because it was bleeding a lot, and then I put a bandage on it for an hour and a half or two hours or something and watched a movie with my friends, and then I checked it, and it was actively bleeding still. So I was like, okay, I guess I should go get this sewn up or whatever. And they super glued it back together. And I noticed that and was like, could I have used super glue at home? And the guy was like, I'm not allowed to say yes, but 
but <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't have stitched it up at home if that helps you. <laughs> yeah. So I could have just glued that thing back together. So if you've got a cut and it's not too crazy giant, glue glue it up. The key with that is, you know, clean it. And yes. that's the scariest part is getting soap and water all up in your fucked up finger. Yeah. And uh, kind of go into town on it. And then maybe some hydrogen peroxide, you know, brown bottle, let it bubble. Um, <laughs> sit down if you're not good with blood because people do pass out looking at their own blood. Brown bottle, let it bubble. <laughs> let brown bottle, let it bubble, baby. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, super glue that shit. Don't super glue your finger to the other finger. That's a no-no. Yeah, don't do that. So easy to do that with super glue. Don't. Dude, it sets fast. It does. I use... I had a nightmare that I uh well, it was like a waking nightmare. It was a, it was just a thought that I had out loud. Yeah. Um that if you accidentally reached for eye drops and it was crazy glue and you just dropped a crazy glue right in your eyeball. Ooh. How long would that take for you to see again or would that be a death sentence? Are you dead? I don't think you would die, but Ugh. Like, boom, shakalaka, your eyeballs. Crazy glue! Would it even end up sticking to your eye, or would it just, like, be a dried chunk that can't stick to your eye because your eye stays wet so good? No, your eye does not stay that wet. Not that wet? I, no, I think your eye would instantly tweak, like, oh, my God, there's poison in my eye. And then, yeah. your, and then your eye would, like, glue shut on accident. Oh, that would be terrible. And then you have to have somebody go in there with a fucking razor and razor your eye open. And then the rest of your life, all you see is that that wacko little dude on the bottle who's like, bonk, I'm the crazy glue guy. <laughs> he does not look as threatening as he should. No. <laughs> yeah, but like, if that happens you... to you, you can just cut it open with a little, have a friend, a trusted friend cut your eyelids open with a razor blade and if they cut your eye during the process remember you can just super glue that cut yeah also you can also just super unfriend that friend (laughs) (laughs) you can just be like hey dude i trusted you you fucked up and this is where i gotta say bye kyle (laughs) i honestly trust you to not kyle looks around like he's on some sort of reality show like are you gonna not hand me a rose what's happening right now and then you just turn to the wall and you're like kyle's one of my best friends but when it comes to trust it's one of the most important things to me he's like who are you talking to (laughs) why is there a banner below me that says ex best friend and i'm not 23 i'm 24 (laughs) fuck you dude the fuck out of my house oh now kyle's playing right into their hand (laughs) <laughs> he's 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 blowing up just like they wanted him to and then they just have like a 10 second back and forth staring in different sitting positions <laughs> building tension oh that's great <laughs> <laughs> oh man um oh i told you this during the week we got an email baby Hey, that's right. SBBSpod at gmail.com. And guess what? After I read this, I will have read every email we've been sent by listeners. So if you send one, it will absolutely be read on the podcast. For all your readers at home that are reading with your eyes, uh, can you can you smell my excitement? 
with your eyeballs. It's a great you point, know how Jay. Mu- you um, know how much I love emails. Brian, take it away, dude. Perfect setup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have an email um, that's from Kelly that says, per your episode 12 request, drinking game suggestion. Oh, I like this email. It's about to be about a drinking game. <laughs> she says, if, so she says, drink every time. Number one, Brian interrupts Jay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's hammered. Number two, the conversation turns into bathroom talk. Often. Yep. And number three. This is not smart. Don't do this. Uh, every time a non-human sound effect is used. <laughs> so, I mean, f- technically, every sound effect I use is human. Technically. But she says, example, fake can opening, fake phone buzzing, etc. So when we make <laughs> sound effect noises. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said... <laughs> and then follow up with a horrible email blaming sbbs for your awful hangover that's part of the game so yeah only blame us for your hangover if you drink quality alcohol and have a bad time yeah but if you're drinking peppermint schnapps and don't light yeah we're not taking the blame for that yeah why don't you just crawl out of debt real quick please thanks <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> We have we have Darth J on the podcast today. <laughs> Just going for the throat. Don't be poor, you fucking loser. Yeah, don't be fucking poor, but keep listening to us or else. <laughs> she also adds one more line that I don't remember the reference to. Oh, because we didn't do this. <laughs> she said, also, can't wait to hear all about how the sock puppet shenanigans ensued. What is um, she talking about? Were we supposed to make sock puppets? Or was there a sock puppet story? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) She's just throwing a wild (laughs) curveball. P.S. Can't wait. Right into my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to, go ahead and give that drinking game a try. And best of luck. Do something else fun while you do that. Because I'm picturing someone only sitting there listening to us and drinking. And that's not, I, that's not, I think, what we're going for here. That's a good... What do, you, what do you imagine is like the most common thing people do when they listen to podcasts? Work, probably. Or drive. Those are easily the top two. Mine's drive, for sure. Same. Because yeah. it's always like a 30-minute drive anywhere. Totally. Cleaning cleaning's one, but that's just another form of work. So just working on stuff. Cleaning work. is a music time for me. I got to feel that beat. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Cleaning is better for music. I went for another bike ride today, and I podcasted, listened to while I bike rided. Well, that's kind of like commute. That's a commuting. Yeah. Commuting. Yeah. I was commuting in like the most drunk-looking path that you've ever seen. If I could show you a Google map of where I rode today, you'd be like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like I rode to, the, I went to the end of the street near us. And I'm exploring. And I turned right and went that way for like a block and a half and then realized there's no more sidewalk and then just turned around 
And then I turned right and went down a real bike trail for a little bit. And I wanted to go one way. And I realized that that also didn't have a path that continued the amount I wanted it to. But I didn't want to go the same way I went last time. So I just turned around again. And then just like went a little bit of a different way home just to try to change it up a tiny bit. It was a very, very lame bike ride, but it's fun. This sounded like the most timid fucking bike ride I've ever heard of. Dude, it was. It was like, uh, oh, oh, they said I can't go there. I better turn around. Oh, Jilly Wonkers, I can't go there. There's no bike lane. They they said I can't be on it. I don't even know if I can be on a bike. Did anybody say I could? (laughs) I better go home, but a little bit different because I'm a bad boy. (laughs) I'm a bad boy. I'm going to ride a little bit different home. (laughs) And I'm not going to. I'm not going to put my hands on the bars. <laughs> oh, watch me. Watch me. <laughs> watch me. <laughs> watch me. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I almost fucking read. There's a pine cone. <laughs> pine cone. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh Dude, my I God. loved when you were a kid, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who didn't have this type of situation, but going like going on a bike ride Kind of like on a treadmill, you get, like, used to the speed. Yeah. So you're just, like, going fast, going fast, right? And then when you get home, you just hop off your bike and throw your fucking bike in the yard and just run into the house. <laughs> totally. He's like, woo, that was dope. Where's lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> your bike is just That's sailing. That's the best part about being a kid. I think you just pinpointed the literal best moment of childhood. ghost ride your bike into whatever and run inside and get some food from mom (laughs) yeah there's so many times for sure where like i was supposed to like you know and that was one of the rules like you guys never put your kickstand up you always just leave it laying in the yard yeah at least put it on the kickstand so we don't look like a bunch of freaking poor people and (laughs) with peppermint schnapps I'm just going to sail it into the tree, and hopefully it stays upright. Also, hopefully it hits the tree and not the house, because then that means I'm in trouble. And also, this is the same bike that two months before was brand new, and you wouldn't even let your friends look at it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now you're just ghost riding it into the side of the house. So funny. I remember I I got pegs made by mongoose yeah i remember that they're like chrome pegs i threw them on the back of my navy well i guess it was like a sky blue yeah sky blue huffy (laughs) fucking fixie yeah so dope you know what i did with it i would just hop off the hop off the pedals and then put my legs in the back and be like oh yeah (laughs) check it out I wouldn't uh, wouldn't do any actual cool tricks because I was afraid of hurting myself. <laughs> but I definitely did let my sisters ride around in the back of those pegs. That's useful. Yeah, I was like, let's go. And then we'd roll over to Benny and Johnny's house. Yep. We had we straight up had a bike shop in our garage. Like between me and my brother, we both rode bikes at certain points and at one point i rode my bike a ton and like i'd go do dirt jumping and ride at the skate park and just be a little bmxer boy that was never very good at it but loved doing it with my friends that were good at it and i like at one point i could do like a grind like i could hop up and put my front 
tire up on the box and then grind my back peg on the box and then jump off. And then I think I did like maybe a no hander and like a bar spin one time, but nothing ever beyond that. Never and then, been that cool on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I have friends that are like doing backflips at the skate park over the box. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. One of them, like, Peter McLean, shout out, shout out to, head? yeah. Shout out Peter McLean still rides all the time at Dart. Do you know that? Do you know Dart track? Like the Dart. Oh, I know Dart. Yeah. I know Dart. Peter like is there all the time now still. And he's just like doing crazy tricks still. And he's been doing like backflips and tail whips and backflip tail whips. And like, he's just stayed with it. Still does it. Still awesome at it. Dude. Can I tell you a cool story about Dart? Yeah. So, um, I only skipped school once in in high school mm-hmm. just one time well i didn't even really skip that much it was like the first five minutes yeah but wait no let me start this over i skipped once it was senior skip day this is a different story cool i only showed up to school high once and oh, this okay. is that story <laughs> okay um because tomorrow is 420 the the month and year Oh, so here's a four, here's a 420 story for you. 420, my senior year. Yep. Got together with a couple friends. Uh Chris Bryan Taylor Jai Darren. And mm-hmm. we would uh we were talking about it. Let's uh let's smoke before school, be high before school, and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> what why not? I mean, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Yeah. I get expelled? Nah. Yeah. I can do that. I have a, a certain amount of privilege that doesn't allow me to get in trouble. So, <laughs> so we go over the dart track, smoke a blunt, yeah, and get to school. First class was Mister Boy's Algebra Two, mm-hmm. and it was me and Chris and I believe Judd, and nice. they, we sit in rows, so it's like you know not exactly next to each other, but close enough. Yep. And Chris was talking to me, <laughs> and he goes. <clears throat> dude don't act high and then burps smoke out like he'd been <laughs> holding a blunt smoke in his fucking stomach for 20 minutes goes don't act high burps smoke out mr boys walks by and goes happy holidays boys keeps going <laughs> like the absolute worst case scenario in my mind totally skated by oh my god that's so funny and I normally, and then I had, did you have Mr. Rickert, Richard, Mr. Richard? No, it wasn't Richard. It was Clint, uh, fuck. What's his name? I don't know. I'll let you know when you get there, though. I'm excited to The chemistry to tell teacher. You. The funny chemistry teacher. Uh, Mr. Killo? Killo, dude. Yeah, I was literally just telling Betty today, because right before the podcast, that's so weird that Killo got brought up. Right before the podcast, uh, we watched an episode of Queer Eye on Netflix, and it was an episode about, like, helping a teacher that used to teach one of the guys on the show, Jonathan anyways. And so we were talking about teachers that helped that mattered to us in school and our favorite teachers and stuff. And I was telling her how Killo was my absolute favorite teacher by far in my whole life. He's great. Yeah. He's amazing. And he's hilarious too. Dude, the dude's fantastic. He could have been a comedian. Yeah. Um, he definitely could have been, but I just liked how low key, I liked how low key he was and just how funny and laid back he was about stuff. And like, I would joke around with him. Like I was a class clown for sure, but usually I'm like making jokes for other students or just disrupting the class or making myself laugh or whatever. 
but like he was one of the only teachers I ever like was joking around with him almost every Same. time. Yeah. He was the best. Yeah. Um, which is why I always sat up front, front row. Yeah. Cause I was like, dude, I'm going to talk to you every day. Um, I also sat front row for 420. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> Let I'm me tell talk you to you every day, every day. I'm sure that there was, I'm sure that I was overwhelming for some teachers. I guarantee oh, for it. Sure. Yeah. They're like, all right, um, this quarter is going to be cool except for period three when Jay comes in <laughs> and literally saps the remaining energy in my body. <laughs> Just walk in like, what's up? I'm going to be loud. Ready? Are you ready? Oh, you don't want me to be loud? Well, what if I silently distract like five or six other students? <laughs> I'm still going to pass the class, but they might not, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. 420 Blaze sat in front yep. uh, with Kilo. Was not able to make jokes with him that day. Definitely a lot more paranoid. <laughs> Not really. So going back, did you say Du Bois was first um, period? Yeah. And then is Kilo second period at this point? I think so. I mean, it's been fucking... Uh, Yeah, it's been a minute. 13 years, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so you weren't able to make jokes. Dude, it's been 13 years. Oh my God, that's kind of wild. Yeah. I got to grow up. You don't have to. Nope. That's what this is. This is what grown-ups do. They podcast. Yep, and they look at their hands and they're like, dude, is God real? Is he in my hands? Is it Am me? I God. You're God. What if you hold your hands like this and you spit in them? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll spit in your hands. Um, So I remember also in Mr. Killo's class. Wait, did anything happen? Did he catch you? What happened? Continue your story. Oh, it didn't catch me. It was just a little bit nerve-wracking. Okay. So no teachers the rest of the day, I was like, the day. why would I ever smoke weed and go to school? What was my what was I thinking? <laughs> you were thinking it'd be fun to be high in class, but it wasn't. It was just terrifying. Yeah, it was mainly terrifying. Yeah. That's a bummer. I remember it's about as terrifying as like trying to jerk off in the living room while your family's watching a t- TV show, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never done that. <laughs> Sounds ter- that, sound, that does sound terrifying. You know what is terrifying, though? What? Is when you're hotboxing a car in high school because you're like off in some fucking weird corner under a bridge and then you see any car in the distance. You're like, yep. oh, God. <laughs> um, I remember so having Mr. Killo and joking around with him. I used to tell the same joke every single day at the beginning of class. And it was, so it started off with at the beginning of the semester. Every day? Yeah. I'll I'll explain why it, and it made us laugh every single time still because so early in the semester, the beginning of every class period, some stupid kid would ask Mr. Killo completely seriously what we're doing that day. What are we going to do today? Mr. Killo. And, and every single board. time, yeah, he would point because he always wrote it on the board. Dude, that kid was in every class, man. Yeah, and so, it, like, usually it wasn't the same kid, but, like, for the first, like, five days, it was, like, a different idiot would ask that question. And then so, <laughs> starting in, like, the next, the second week, I started asking that question. And so I proceeded to ask him that question <laughs> every single day for the whole semester. And I would make my voice as dumb as possible and just be like, hey, what are we doing today? 
and it's just like his reactions varied from like depending on, on his mood obviously hearing the same joke every day to like occasionally he would like actually crack up laughing sometimes he usually would start with like he would look at me and smile and roll his eyes and then it would hit him that it's so stupid but it's still funny and then he would laugh but it was never just like a shut up brian like it was it, it lasted the whole semester he's a good guy yeah. He was the only teacher that I think lost it when I was working there. When I was working there. <laughs> working on my diploma. Uh, we had like that super long rain streak and everybody's like shuffling into class and high schoolers are just talking. And then eventually everybody just be quiet because it's been like five minutes and the teacher hasn't said anything. And he's just yeah. looking out the window and he's like, it's been raining. For 33 goddamn days. <laughs> I don't care what you do today. I'm going to go sit in the back. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, That's it so funny now, but it doesn't sound funny at all in the moment. It was like, all oh, right, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't care what you do. I'm going to go sit in the back. Uh- <laughs> that's amazing dude that's how i'd feel man i I would trade this quarantine for 33 days of rain in a heartbeat i mean just like living a normal life with rain yeah dude yeah uh, duh yeah (laughs) even 33 consecutive days of rain although i I wouldn't know that i traded it so i'd probably be bummed about the rain still i would take 33 days of being sack tapped over this (laughs) just once a day a nice sack tapping I miss- if I, as long as I could make eye contact with strangers, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Does every stranger get to sack tap you? I want to sit down at a table with somebody and make a joke in yeah. person, yeah. you know? Yeah. Other than my sister and her boyfriend, because yeah. those are the only two people who live in my house. Yeah. And that you, you guys see each other plenty, so that's not a, diff- a very different experience every time. No, man, I would like to diversify my audience, bro. Yep. Man, that's... I want to do spit takes. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to do spit takes with my friends. I want to do some spit takes, dude. Um, I want want to go to Circuit City and Hacky Sack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good old Hacky Sack. So the sack tapping you mentioned, I missed that whole train. As a kid, completely missed it. Nobody ever sack tapped me one time, and I never sack tapped anyone else one time. Oh, it was weird. I, don't think, I think it was, it was just a very mutual popular. thing. Like I just didn't do it to people, so I think everyone was like, like they would. There's a lot of guys that would do it to each other all the time, but I think that they would always like see me and be like, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't do that. <laughs> oh, he doesn't swing that way. Yeah, he doesn't tap sack, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. They just could smell. The disdain for sack taps on you, which was a factual smell if there was one. I didn't. Like, hey, yo, think you think was... Brian would like a fucking sack tap right now? Like, nah, dude, he does not fuck with them. Smell yeah. him. You <laughs> no, smell I th- it? I think he they might. look at you and you're just <laughs> eyeballing them. Like, <laughs> you know, fucking don't suck my tap. That's my sack. <laughs> my my sack. My tap. You better not sack sack me. I'm gonna sack you. I'm going to tap your sack. 
Right. If well, the wrong person did it to me, I would have just straight up punched him in the face. I don't think like I never thought it was funny or clever or interesting. I just like was literally prepared to fight someone over it if they ever did it to me. But it never I happened. Slap, I've slapped some people in the face for sack tapping me. Yeah, that's reasonable. I think the best one though was actually like in November last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for absolutely no I was DJing uh Donnie's wedding. Yeah. And he's one of my friends, so a lot of my friends were there. And just sitting in the circle, talking afterwards. It's fucking Dylan Erickson. <laughs> Boom. Shakalaka. Yeah. Hits me right in, the, right in the gonads. It wasn't very bad. Yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't. So I was like, oh, how old are you? How yeah. old are you, sir? I got over it. I was like, you know, whatever. Let you have your moment. I had a little, I was picking up garbage through this, you know, cap of tequila. It's like wood with with uh, cork in it. Yeah. I was like, yo, go long. And I threw it to Dylan. He grabbed, he caught it, crow hopped at me and pitched it at me as hard as he could. <laughs> oh my God. Hit me right in the sternum. And I was like, well, okay, this dude, this dude right here. <laughs> he's like the only guy that fucks with me the way I potentially fuck with other people. Like, yeah, he, he's like the bully, but he's like five foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> he's an iron worker, so he's built like a fucking brick shit house, as they say. Yeah. I feel um, like he is what people say. People might be like, oh, he's built like an iron worker. Like, that's oh, yeah. just what he is. So that's how he's built. Yeah. yeah. The dude <laughs> probably eats like 5,000 calories a day just to like make up for all the energy he spends throwing iron around all day. <laughs> that's crazy. Just literally wrestling a building into place. <laughs> Oh, you're going over there, and then it's beating it with a hammer. Just beating a building into place with a hammer. Also dangling like you know, 100, 200 feet over the over the abyss. Sometimes I wish I could physically build graphic design, but I can't. <laughs> like, like just Dude. the the satisfaction of doing things with your hands is like something that I thoroughly enjoy because I love. If you don't know, I very much love woodworking. I love building things. Legos creating. Yep. I was always a huge Lego fan and, um, I love that stuff. And when I do have like big projects and I get to do that, it's like, I enjoy it so much. And I'm always like, Oh, I forgot how much I love this. And then, and then it's like back to computer shit. And I'm like, ugh, this is not, this ain't right. Yeah. Speaking of building things with my hands. So later in that evening, uh, standing in that same circle, Mhm. I uh well I did the unspeakable and I I tossed him that cap one last time and he caught it and as he caught it mm. I threw a very tough backhand upwards up into his gonads. <laughs> okay. And it made a pop noise. Oh. Yeah. That's alarming. How do you handle that? It? Not well. Yeah, hit the floor and yeah. was like, "Oh, you bastard." And I said, "That's what you got." Who's a big, strong iron worker now? Uh, I don't have an anger issue anymore, but, dude, you hit me unreasonably for no reason. I'm not going to be very happy about it. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's the last time I sack-tapped somebody. I think you're I think you're off the hook for that one. He's it was not. Well, it was well-provoked. It was a well-deserved, yeah. It was a well-deserved tapping. Yeah. I would yep. say. Yep. Should um, I have roundhouse kicked him instead? I mean, that I would, that would have been... Incredible! It would have been incredible. Maybe uh, honestly, double, maybe a running double overkill. leg chest kick. 
like just sprints at him and two feet to his chest dude my size of a person running and double feet what is that move called uh, I couldn't tell you. It's called something no one ever does because it's you end up on the ground also and you might hurt yourself. Springboard donkey kick. It might be a donkey kick. Anyway, um, yeah, me, 220 pounds, f- doing that to Dylan who's maybe 175. <laughs> I think he'd go flying. He would. I think he'd be okay because he's an oh, iron. Oh, he'd be He's fine. built yeah. like an iron worker. He'd probably roll like a fucking Marvel character and land in a really cool fucking stance with his arm out and go, <laughs> and then brush his shoulder off and then run at me in a full sprint while I'm still like collecting myself on the ground. And all of a sudden you hear like the hero music playing and you realize you're the bad guy because he's chasing you. And then I start sweating profusely as he stabs a sword through the back of my fucking skull out my mouth and I was nothing but a foe. Yep, and you die, and you die. I wasn't even the boss as dude. a person the whole time. I wasn't even the boss battle. <laughs> no, you're like 30 minutes in to establish his abilities as a fighter. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm at the very beginning of his hero's journey. Yep, definitely. Um, oh, should we tell people what we got coming up? There's an exciting thing. That we've got coming up yeah it's called don't leave your house wash your hands that's what we got coming up silver boy yeah, soap squad boom, boom, boom. silver boy soap squad we're making soap we're gonna pass it out at fairs if there are ever fairs again <laughs> this is uh, a great plan catch us, at, catch us at your local fair passing out soap you um, want to keep your hands clean at the large gatherings you're not allowed to go to yeah 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 you know <laughs> I want to see you eating that uh, elephant ear. I do want to see you eating it, but I want to see those hands squeaky clean. Also, and yep. people forget about this part. I want to see those fingernails trimmed, cut. Yes. I don't. I don't need your your bacteria collecting fingers touching your own elephant ear and then jamming that into your sickly head. There's no excuse for long fingernails. So come over to the stand, Silverboy's Soap Squad. We are going to yep. be passing out soap. We're going to have a lovely assistant. Don't know who it is yet. They're going to be clipping your nails for you. Yep. Um, they will not be biting them. They'll be clipping them with actual Cleanly nail clippers. clipping them. Yeah. Their and hands want, will be clean you, and their hands will be clipped. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also after that, you can maybe get, I don't know, like a keychain, some merch. Do you think we'll have merch by then? <laughs> I think we'll have merch like this week. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, we're going to have merch soon, so keep an eye on the socials for that. I want merch, dude. I want sweatpants that, like, grab your ankles. Yeah, that's the only kind that matter. But, but, like, it's like a thick ankle band. How thick? Like, eight inches. Well, that's a lot. That's, like, pretty... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's a lot. I don't know. That would be, like... Those are capris that turn into tights. That's not an ankle band. It's like someone sewed a snowboard sock to some khakis. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to be able you to picture like... picture it with khakis. Yeah. <laughs> I also yeah. pictured like a very rainbow-colored snowboard sock. It looked cool, dude. It looked I like mean, something you wear on a golf course. I got some cuffed sweats on right now, and they've got about, I would say, about a two-inch cuff thickness. I just want some drop crotch material like everywhere in my life. There's a part around the man body. It's right below the belly. 
Yeah. Um, and pants manufacturers think that they're giving you enough room. They aren't. They yeah. are not. Yeah. Whether that's my thighs or my butt or my genital region. Well, it sucks because the trend right now is to wear slim, skinny jeans. Sure. That doesn't mean my butt can't be fit and built. That like disagrees with everything else we got going on. And so you get like even normal slim, even in, even not skinny, just a lot of slim pants, whether it's jeans or slim sweats or slim workout weird material or whatever is like a lot of times they don't they don't give you enough space still. Listen, I am not in great shape right now. It I, like very very bad shape probably compared to the rest of my life. But but compared gif- to the average I'm, person you're not I am in gifted shape. with a nice juicy booty. You yep. Big juicy booty. These cheeks. Yep. They're worth it. <laughs> they're what, worth it. What pants do is uh they're like, hey, most people don't have butts, so let's oh, not waste the material on giving them butts. Well, then when I put them on, that material, I got to pull it up mm. or over the butt crack. Where is that material compromising? Everything below. So that cinches my crotch up real tight. Yeah. And it makes me feel very sad. You need some Xanarobe sweatpants. I need it tight around the waist and then pretty much from the middle of the thigh down. I don't care how good my butt looks anymore. Like, I don't, whatever. Yep. I just want breathing. I so want just breathe. middle of the thigh down, perfect slim tightness. But between the, that perfectly tight waist and that slim tightness in the mid thigh, it could be a diaper. And Jay doesn't nope. care. He just wants no. room. I mean, it's got to look okay. <laughs> it's got to look decent. Yeah, that's reasonable. I will say sometimes the those crotch those drop crotches drop too far and it looks very very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to each their own. Those do look those drop crotch pants. They look great on kids with no fucking ass. Depends. Again, it, you can't drop the crotch too far. No, dude. No ass. Short person. So under six foot. Under yeah. six foot, no ass, skinny punk tweeb. Yeah, uh, those pants look dope. It's like, damn, you're fresh, and it's like hella bunched up around your your calves, but it's like tight bunched up, so you got like a lot of texture in your legs, and it looks dope. Then I put those same pants on, and it's like, oh, they're high waters, and they're they're yeah. they're really tight on your butt. They're just perfectly straight because they're stretched the length <laughs> they're stretched lengthwise. Because your butt is lifting them up and the cuff is holding them where they go at the bottom. So you've got a perfectly straight, no wrinkles yeah. or texture. And they're like, are you wearing socks? It's like, yes, they're called no-show socks, Dad. Jesus Christ. Ugh, this fucking guy. This fucking guy acts like I don't know what socks are. He doesn't know what socks are. Yeah. Lose all. Um, can, do you want me to tell you a story right now? If it's good. If it's not good, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> we got Darth J, as I mentioned earlier, on the podcast today. The um, lights are purple in here. I'm like, I'm vibing like, on on Sam Jackson's lightsaber. You're hovering right between the light and the dark side right now. That's lightning and a lightsaber. That's two two drinks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you started the game as soon as we explained it. <laughs> no, like, uh, oh, let's crack it open. We got a new game, honey, because we're that bored. Everybody should be that bored, honestly. Yep. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember this. Early on, we stole the format of one of our favorite podcasts 
And I don't know if I could, if it's like we stole their idea or we're honoring them. Basically, I love the idea and it's fun and we're never going to catch up to them as far as listeners and impact anyways. So the dollop is the name of the podcast and it's super good and go listen to it. But we're going to do a segment. I'm going to tell Jay a story from history and he has no idea what the story is and he's going to react to the story and that's how it works. And I'm going to do it now. Is it Clifford the Big Red Dog? <laughs> I'm gonna save that for like a year from now, and pre- and do like, hey, we're doing another dollop segment. And you'll be like, okay, and then I'm just gonna read you Clifford the Big and then just Red read dog. me just a full story, <laughs> word for word. I'll react as if it was true. Yep, I love it. Um, okay, so 1066. <laughs> 1066. Yes, 1066 was a tough year for Harold Godwinson. Also known as Harold II. We're mostly just going to call him Harold for the rest of this. Nice. Um, this had a lot to do with two approaching forces who were trying... Can we call him Harry? Harry! Yeah, we can call him Harry. Um, he was the last Anglo-Saxon king of England. Um, there were two approaching forces who were trying to end his reign way earlier than he expected. One of them would be famously successful, and the other would get ended themselves. All Harry knew in September of 1066, that's a weird year to say. It just sounds like it's not a thing. Just add the year of our Lord Jesus Christ afterwards. You know what what year it really was? It was the year 11,066, because we're not idiots. Oh! Um, Yeah, human era calendar added it. Oh! Um, So, September 1066 was that 300 Viking ships were on their way to England, and his good-for-nothing brother was floating along with them. Bing bong, just floating. Just that's kind of fucked up. His brother's all right. What Anyways, is he doing though? It doesn't say. There is a piece of artwork that goes with it. So they were just like, it's common knowledge. Harry's brother was a fucking idiot. He was a jerk, and he was with the Vikings on their way back to attack Harry. Uh, Harry was ready for an invasion, just not a Viking invasion from the north. He was actually waiting for William the Bastard who is supposedly going to cross the English Channel. William so, Snow. Yep. William the Bastard. You bastard. Bastard. Uh, when the English king learned about his brother landing in England, Harry took his waiting army north to meet him. The incoming Viking army was already wreaking havoc on York and Northumbria and was waiting for the area to send more hostages to their camp at Stamford Bridge. That's That's where this story takes place, all right? Stamford where Bridge. the hell is that? Some people that know the story have already know where I'm going with it because that's the name of this story. Uh, it's in England or something. It's not important. Uh, that's oh. where. <laughs> Sorry, I dropped you. That's okay. Um, that's where Harry rode, arriving in less than four days. This move is it where Harry met Sally. Uh, good I know chance. that story. Good chance. I think the fact, the idea that there's no Sally's in Stamford Bridge is probably not likely. Where Harry met Stamford? Where Harry met Stamford. One particularly important Viking is who he really met. This move totally caught the Norwegians by surprise. The Vikings had no idea there was even an army in the area. When Harry arrived, they were systematically cut down by the advancing Englishmen. The rest had to flee across the bridge. When the time came for the Anglo-Saxons to pursue, um, the bridge became a choke point the English just couldn't cross because of one angry, axe-wielding Viking who was cutting down Englishmen like it was his job. 
So they're they're surprised this Viking camp, and they've got him dead to rights, but they got to cross this bridge to get there. And the Vikings at this point are literally scrambling to like get dressed and grab their weapons, and they are completely unprepared for this. But there was one guy that was ready for the Englishmen. Um, the Viking axemen held the English off for so long, the Vikings were able to form a shield wall on the other side of the river and prepare for whatever formation Harold was going to hurl at them. Harry. The sagas say he killed 40 people before being taken down, and it was only when an English pikeman floated underneath the bridge and skewered the Viking like a Swedish meatball at Ikea that the standoff ended. It actually said that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, very gross. Yeah, the English eventually did cross the bridge and murder the Vikings to death. Uh, Harold Harry allowed the rest of them to live as long as they pledged never to come back, making Stamford Bridge the historical end of the Viking Age. Uh, It was also the beginning of the end for Harry. Three days later, the much-anticipated Norman invasion of England finally arrived, and the delay of Harry's army at Stamford Bridge allowed the Normans to land. Three weeks after it all, Harry was killed fighting in a battle of Hastings, blah, 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 more historical stuff. So the Stamford Bridge Berserker is what this Viking is known as in history, and he held off and killed 40 English soldiers, um, giving his guys time to fight a little longer ultimately it didn't work out for him but that's badass pretty crazy right didn't sound like it worked out for literally anybody involved yeah actually that's true yep the the vikings lost this fight and then the englishmen in this fight lost their next fight nice and losing fights back then meant you died so you guys that's that's how you know it just doesn't matter yeah <laughs> but it just doesn't matter <laughs> But it's crazy that this they had to get this this English guy had to like stab him from underneath the bridge like with trickery. That's not trickery. That's a good strategy. But I feel if, like if uh, they would have kept trying to come across the bridge, it seems like he could have just held him off forever. I feel like if I was uh if I was a fighter, if I was trained in war, yeah, I would be like that guy, a berserker dude. Yeah. Who just flips a fucking circuit and knows nothing but death and just <laughs> rages until i literally can't move a muscle anymore i can see that because that's what you get dude when you throw something at me (laughs) (laughs) dude that's like my life my childhood it was me blowing up at people for stuff that is not worth blowing up at them for (laughs) i was an angry kid for a little bit there oh i'm glad you're not anymore you're much sweet you're a sweet guy Thank you. You're one of the sweetest, dude. Why would anyone want to sack tap you anyway? Exactly. Maybe that's why I never got sack tapped, because people are like, ha I'm a little bit of a dick, and so are most of my friends, but Brian is a fucking saint. I would never sack tap that man. That might have been They kiss you on your head, and they say, get home safely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that (laughs) happened all the time. You're like, okay, thanks, bros. I got kissed on the head constantly. It was just crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so what did you think of my story? That's pretty cool, dude. I never know that. I don't think I knew that story before ever. Yeah, the Stamford Bridge Berserker. We don't know. No one knows his name. He's just a Viking. Yeah, Vikings were like, whatever, dude. Names are for the fucking birds. Yeah, name everyone, though. Name every bird. But not us. But don't us. Don't miss any birds. 
Plus, that was the end of the Vikings, so they were like, well, this is the last run, so we might as well just, like, not name anybody else. (laughs) Yeah, that dude fought so fucking hard on the bridge, and the rest of them were like, now let's just give up on naming babies. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's await the slow decline of our kind. Yeah, we're going to have to follow their stupid rules and not pillage and kill people, so otherwise, what's the fucking point? I feel like Jay in a quarantine right now. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? Who fucking Who gives a rat shit? Tit fucked boobs. <laughs> <It's> an adventurous <laughs> rat. <laughs> Who gives a rat's tit fucked boobs? <laughs> Not regular boobs. These these boobs have been used for a tit fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue the podcast. I guess. I want to hear some stories from you now. I want you to tell me. Um, we're going to do a segment that I call Cootie Talk. Oh, oh no. Does it need a name? Is it a segment? We might never talk about it again. Um, but I want to talk about girls when we were real little boys. So what's your first memory of giving a shit about girls? I was five. You were five? Yeah, my my babysitter was not a very good babysitter when make out with her boyfriend. So yep. me and my na- me and my neighbor were like, well, my, not my neighbor, my friend neighbor. Everybody was neighbors. Yep. You didn't my know babysitter was my neighbor. She was our babysitter. Yeah, of course. I just said this. You did. H- Hello. <laughs> Are doing, you listening? You're doing great. <laughs> Keep going. Um, and then we had a neighbor girl, and so we made out, and it was when you were training. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was five. I only know this because when I was six, I went to a different type of daycare. Where the other six-year-olds wouldn't make out with you? Yeah, they were bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christian pussy. No, uh, <laughs> it's hard to make out with a Christian six-year-old. As oh a six-year-old, let me cl- make that clear. Would you... <laughs> 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 it's hard to make out a Christian six-year-old. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you? Do, are you as a six-year-old? I just to make that, make that like? clear. As another six-year-old, <laughs> as a six-year-old myself, it's hard to make out with other six-year-old Christian ladies. Hi, what brings you around? I'm six. Oh, me too. Want to make out? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what brings you here? Well, my parents dropped me off. Same as yours. Yeah, I think they're going to a place they call Jobs, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking maybe we might take a nap later, share some Teddy Grahams. Um, maybe I'll push you down. You want to get, <laughs> get pushed down a little bit, huh? Maybe I'll push you down. Huh? Kate? It's Katie. Uh, Ooh, beautiful name. I like the name Kate better, because I'm six, and I'm weird like that. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go roll up a tissue and make a ghost out of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. I'll catch you later. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, first first crush, I think, was Lexi. She's a little redhead neighbor. I I can't believe. When I imagined us telling these stories, I did not imagine that I was five. That these things were happening when you were five. It's not like it was frequent. It was like, that was the first time I was like, well, this is kind of cool. 
I want, do you wonder what that looked like, though? Do you wish you had, like, a VHS tape? <laughs> oh, no, I do not wonder what that looked like. I think I'd be, if I walked in on that, I'd be fucking weirded out. I'd be like, yo, you can't do that. What is happening? Uh, God, I wish your babysitter would have, like, walked in. Like, we were playing house, and he was the daddy, and I was the mommy. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that Lexi was the daddy? It's weird. Um, <laughs> I think after that was probably like, like girls having cooties and having crushes on me. Like maybe, oh, definitely second grade. I was ten. Yeah, you're not ten in second grade. I think you're ten, dude. You're not ten. You're seven. I think you're ten. You're five in kindergarten. You're six in first grade. You're, you're five seven. slash six. Uh, all right, bitch. You want me to do the math for you? Sure as fuck, not ten. Okay, you're, if you're I ten in like, I'm just gonna, grade. I'm gonna do it. Oh seven, like I graduated. Grade. I was eighteen. So oh okay. six, I was a junior. I was seventeen. Um, as a sophomore, I would have been sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. Fifteen as a freshman. Yep. Fourteen as a eighth grader. Yep. Thirteen as a seven. Yep. Twelve as a sixth grader. Uh huh. Eleven as a fifth grader. Six. Oh, yep. And ten as a fourth grader. Ten as a fourth grader. Yeah, you're right. So I was, I eight math as math. a second. I was grader. so confident until I. But came only at the end of the year. You were when second grade started. You were seven. I guess so. Anyways, damn, I was young, dude, having crushes. Shana <laughs> Westfall was like grabbing my heartstrings. I was like, baby, what's up? And she was like, <laughs> I don't celebrate any holidays, including my own birthday. So back up that that was the deal breaker huh that was the deal breaker i was like why don't you celebrate holidays she's like it's my religion and i was like religion sounds fucking whack because i love <laughs> presents in fact i got a new stepdad and because of that i get two presents for every one present you would get had you not believed in whatever the fuck that is well seventh grade jay was clearly very woke then dude check this out third grade crush of the fucking century yeah Third grade, we had a split class. Third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. By the way, favorite teacher of my life, Miss Warner got married, Mrs. Tobeck. Nice. She was so fucking rad. Seriously, coolest teacher ever. Um, but the fourth grader was Rebecca. What was her last name? Rebecca McDaniel. You know Becca McDaniel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beck McD. Dude, major crush. Nice. Whatever happened to Becca McDaniel? Well, at the very end of third grade and her fourth grade, uh, I asked her out, and then I think she said yes. I'm pretty sure she she said yes, and someone was like, what are you guys talking about? And I was like, nothing, I farted. And then uh, (laughs) that was the end of that conversation for the entire summer. (laughs) But I definitely had a crush on her all the way through, like, sixth grade when she wasn't even at the school anymore. Yeah. And uh, and then when I got to middle school, I was like, "Oh, there are a lot of other good-looking girls here." <laughs> uh, no offense to Becca McDaniel, but I mean, you know, East Oli Elementary wasn't carrying all the talent at the time. <laughs> they had some late bloomers. Not to be clear, Jay's not throwing shade at the current crop of students. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely I'm some sure people, they look fine. <laughs> there's definitely some people that came out of Usuli that are looking very good right now. 
but they didn't in seventh grade, you know, and that was what was important to me at the time. Yeah. That was fourth grade, I think, was the first time I remember having a crush on somebody. Um, were you ever, were you ever, what was the moment where you were like, a girl had a crush on you, but you were not into it? Like, like, freaked that's, out about the idea. That's, that's fifth grade, and I'll get there in a minute because it's a story. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but for for fourth grade, I lived, because I lived all over the place. Like, you're telling me these stories about, like, growing up with this same group of children, and I'm like, that must have been nice. Because I never, like, went to the same, the longest time I shared school with the same group of kids was seventh grade, middle of seventh grade through the end of high school. Before that, it, it was, like, two, three, four years at a time or whatever. It was so, all right. Almost none of it mattered after middle school. Yep. That's makes sense. Um <laughs> But anyways, it was in like, bye, nerds. I'm hanging out with cool people now because I grew a foot. Yep. Uh, you were early bloomer, right? Like you what? grew early and stuff? Uh, I don't know. I think I was pretty normal. I grew in middle school. Okay. I, like That's, I, mean, I was super late, so I'm not like a good judge of Grant when Williams when was an early bloomer. I remember him being six foot in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you're a giant. Yep. And then he just stayed six two three four ish forever forever <laughs> yeah it was like oh, all right well you're like you're tall but like you're not you're not like the biggest man in the county anymore <laughs> 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 yeah nathan white was super early he was like six feet tall in like sixth grade and then he could he, i think he dunked for the first time in seventh or eighth grade which is crazy um i, ho- I hope he yelled <clears throat> boom shakalaka uh, Nathan would not have yelled anything, unfortunately. He's he very silently celebrated in his own mind. He no, probably wouldn't even probably didn't even celebrate. He probably just was like, "Okay, I did that." <laughs> um, no. So in fourth grade, there was a girl when I lived in Eugene, Oregon, that I just remember thinking was like the prettiest girl in the world, and I don't remember her name at all. Only that I thought she was pretty. So it's a short story. It wasn't Kate? It was not Kate. But I do... She wasn't white. I know that. She was like Native American or something. Something less gross. Yeah, something weird. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> something weird. <laughs> I like them weird. Um, I want to not know where you came from just by looking at you. So then fifth grade rolls around. And now I'm living in Illinois. And I'm and I'm I'm going to elementary school, and I've got this girl on my on my tail that likes me. Her name She's jocking hard, dude. Yeah, Leanna D'Angelo. That's a name. If you're listening, look, look. It doesn't. It's just calm down and stop texting me. So, um, in fifth grade, <laughs> stop texting me. <laughs> She's still like, Brian, it's been so long. You're like, ugh. Oh, my God. So, How yeah. How many times in, do I got to say not today? Yeah. In fifth grade, um, we that was my first girlfriend and the first girl that I kissed. And so we, like, girlfriend. And then fifth grade, Brian, after dating, I'm putting this in quotes, and um, Leanna D'Angelo for, like, in my mind, a couple months, but kid brain, probably three weeks tops. Um, if you translate that to real time. After that, I was like, this is super stupid. 
because we can't ever hang out unless our parents drop us off at a movie or something. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, this is completely pointless. And so I called her at her home and her parents picked up the phone, one of them. And I was like, hey, is Leanna available? I need to talk to her. And they're like, who is this? Which is probably so funny from their perspective, like some little fifth grader calling the house. I need to talk to her, put her on. (laughs) So I talked to Leanna and I told her, I was like, um, I think we should break up because we're not really dating because we're children and we can't really do anything anyways. And it doesn't make sense. Because we're children. Yeah. So I had, I had like a pretty good, I'd say throughout most of my childhood, I had a pretty good scope of that. I was a child and like that. This was not the part of life. That was a big deal, man. I sure wish I did. I was, I was pretty good about that. And so I told basically shared that with her and was like, we should not date. Cause you can't date cause we're children and it doesn't matter. And she literally threatened to throw herself out a window. She started crying and she said, she's like, I'll throw myself out the window. If you break up with me, you know what I did? You said, I'll open it for you. No. Oh. I hung up. (laughs) I didn't say a word. Like, well, that's enough of that. Uh (laughs) I just hung the phone up. I was like, I can't help this lady. Um, She did not throw herself out a window. You'll be happy to hear. She she was in my class until I left that area in the middle of seventh grade. But, yeah, Leanna D'Angelo was the first sort of a girlfriend, I guess. Yeah. And then in my... seventh grade, Stacy Ogden liked me and asked Ogden. me out a bunch of times. She was like the really short Indian girl that ended up dating um, or marrying Aaron. Oh, wasn't she a cheerleader? Fritz? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, she I think was. she was. Yeah, she ended up marrying Aaron. Dude, Fritz, she was hella short. Super short. Super, super she tiny. A, I think she was smaller than. She was like four foot four in middle school. Was she school. smaller than Sashi? Yes. Definitely. She was just rolling through names here. I know we are. I'm not even going to write all these down this episode. It's too much. Um, but she was into me in middle school. And she was nice. And I was happy to be her friend, but I didn't like her. And so she asked me out a couple of times. I just said no. She would ask me to dance every time we had like one of those dances that happened during school hours. And, you and you're like, to- I don't fucking dance with girls yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a kid. <laughs> I want to shoot hoops, and then sometimes, ironically, do the worm. Okay, fuck off. (laughs) That's right on the money. I was like, no, I'm going to play basketball. I'm never going to go in that room ever because I'd rather play basketball with my friends because I'm not a pussy. And so, like, yeah, I never danced at any of those little weird middle school dance functions that they had. I only played basketball the whole time. But she kept asking me to dance, and I kept just being like, no, no. Nice. No. Seems like you understood the point of relationship. Yeah. It's to support each other. Right. Through not doing anything together. <laughs> if you want. If you want. Right. I didn't want. Um, Can you imagine if Betty just asked you all the time to dance? Will you dance with me? <laughs> no, I want to I wanna play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> be so disappointing babe i told you there was gonna be a basketball court at our wedding this is why okay <laughs> you don't have your first your first dance is her dancing and you shooting hoops 40 feet away <laughs> yeah actually in reality it's more i'm more likely to make her dance 
like even just during this shit just go fuck up the middle of her day and make her dance nice yeah that's a good guy you're good you've changed <laughs> i've changed i've come around on dancing i love dancing now you get me at a wedding now and i'm gonna be way too sweaty by the end of that night with no regrets i hope soon we can be at the same wedding together <sighs> i hope I soon wanna... anyone can be at a wedding with anyone else oh fuck damn it <laughs> it's very true it's very true. That's cool. Worst case, we're looking at two years of this. Worst know, case. Like, this is so lame. Is like trying to like work on my business and shit and like reaching out to brides and stuff. And it's like, yeah. hey, just checking in, seeing how everything is. And pretty much <laughs> the last three responses are like, yeah, well, you know, based on everything, you know, uh, we just kind of st- stopped planning for now. It's like, Makes yeah, sense. fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, you know, if you... Want to give me money? Give me money. I would love it. So, (laughs) good luck. I'm always here. If you need any advice on anything, just just please stay in contact with me. I'm a good person. I want to DJ. I want to DJ your wedding. I don't want to drop the rate at all. I need that money. I like before when you said I want to DJ you. (laughs) I want to DJ you. Like hard. (laughs) Should I just offer that to brides right now? Be like, hey, as an additional value to my original price that I'm, I'm just going to DJ your own little house party for you during this time of, of deep, deep sorrow. Yep. Um, just to give you guys a nice, a nice little taste of what I'm going to bring to your wedding. I DJ for their house party. They're like, yeah, that was fucking trash, dude. Can we have our money back? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you didn't uh... play Smash Mouth once. I only heard one corn song, and I think you played that ironically. <laughs> <laughs> now you're shitting on corn and I just can't with you. Dude, corn used to be like this like actual like dark ass thing that we weren't allowed to touch. Like it was like the devil's music. And I mean, I was allowed to, but I just did not have any interest. I didn't like it. I mean the kids that were the corn kids were weird kids and I didn't want to be a corn kid. Corn kids smelled like ketchup. Rude. hey just because you ate it doesn't mean you reeked like it yeah corn kids remember when corn kids uh, corn kids and jinko kids were one and the same oh for sure yep i only rocked jinko for like sixth grade in sixth grade you're a little you're you're like there's a pass there yeah you're figuring out that style is even a fucking concept totally they're like hey what kind of shoes you want i'm like i don't really care and this is true all I want to do, I want to make sure these shoes make a cool imprint in the sand when I walk through it during recess. <laughs> uh, I don't really care what color they are or if they're too tight. I wore the wrong size shoe for most of elementary school. My sh- my toes were cramped up, curled under, and also surrounded by about 20 rocks, pea, pea gravel style, because I truly gave no fucks what was going on with my feet <laughs> i don't know how that was i would get home and my parents would be like take off your shoes and i'd be like Ugh, why it's like because uh you probably have rocks in them and we don't want to keep collecting rocks in your bedroom last week i pulled about a hundred rocks out of your room can you please take your shoes off and dump the rocks out i'm like uh fine and because i tied my shoes like a normal kid Mm-hmm. 
it would just bothered me. Take off my fucking shack force twos <laughs> that I got at Big Five and dump out the pea gravel. I got it all out. Okay, can I put my shoes back on now? <laughs> my dad thought it was so weird. Like, why do you want to wear shoes all the time? And I was like, yeah, for real. I don't know. It just feels like I'm ready to go. Dude, I'm wearing shoes right now. I Are like you wearing real? shoes. I am. I'm, I'm the opposite. So, which is weird because I collect shoes and I love shoes and I have way too many pairs of shoes. But if I'm in your house, I will, I'm will. i almost never wearing my shoes unless I'm in a house where everyone is wearing their shoes. I think I'm just not a fan of like my feet touching stuff. And socks are not an adequate like grip push situation. That's a very specific concern. I mean, it's it's a quick assessment of how I feel. Yep. Um, I, I don't, just, like like what walking into a hardwood floor kitchen that is not swept every day. It's like I don't know what the fuck I'm stepping on. Old onions? Is this a a piece of a dead ant? Is this yeah. saltines? And yeah. then I gotta shuffle my feet together to get all the shit off. <laughs> now, if I'm wearing socks, that's not a problem. But also means I gotta act like I'm on ice, like I'm in ice world, and I gotta take things a little slower. And I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't mind the ice world bit, but I do not. I also don't like not knowing what my bare feet are stuff. Like, I'm not going to wear bare feet in a stranger's house, most likely ever. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because, like, there is a really weird line about shoes. Like, there's a line of, like, you know, be polite, take your shoes off. But then there's also, like, those friends of yours that are like, please never fucking take your shoes off. <laughs> Leave that shit on. Leave your shoes on, Pete, you stinky fuck. I don't want you to ruin the carpet, so leave your shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you could keep your hands out of the chip bag, just go get a bowl. Um, that'd be really super awesome because it looks like you've been working inside of an animal all day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that's possible. You're 14. <laughs> um, I just hope your parents like it because you're going to live there for a long time. Like, do you smoke? Your knuckles are already yellow. What's going on? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're only friends because we've been friends for six years, and I can't wait for... I have not yet realized that you're not actually my friend. Yeah, I can't wait for you to get your own PS2 so you can bounce. <laughs> Go play Final Fantasy at your house. Dude, I definitely had a neighbor Stinky that like bitch. only came over to play my PlayStation, because he had a PlayStation <laughs> 1 and I had a PlayStation 2. He'd, be, he'd call me and be like, can I come over and play uh, uh, games with you? And I'm like... I'm not playing games right now. He's like, okay, let me know when you do. And I'm like, all right. And then he calls an hour later. Are you playing games yet? I'm like, <laughs> no, I am not. Oh, man. That's so weird. It's, I mean, you know. There's a sad whatever. take, too. Maybe he had a horrible childhood and hated being at home and just wanted to get out of the house. Either that or my perspective is like, he did that and I never did, but I also maybe did that. <laughs> yeah like before i had a ps2 i had no playstation so he had a playstation so i'd go over there and play the playstation <laughs> he's like well i let you over at my house the whole time you didn't have playstation and now you got a new one and you're not letting me over seems kind of weird seems kind of hypocritical you're like that's the old me i knew current jay has a playstation 2 yeah also i know you have a game boy and i know you got two older brothers that you can wrestle with so pff, get the fuck out of my face dude i don't got a game boy yet and I don't have any brothers to wrestle, so fuck out of here, Benny. (laughs) (laughs) 
I never was like in playing games in general. I never wanted to hog the system. Like I oh. was, I was that rare kid that was like, like I would play for, I because I didn't like shooters that much. At, in most points in my life, there I went through a couple phases of liking them a little bit, but I was always the kid that was like, I'll play for two minutes and then I'll die right away because I'm bad, and then now it's your turn and that's fine. I liked. I all I ever wanted is fairness. Yeah, like. As long as the rules stay the same for everybody, and that's still how I feel to this day. Yeah. Whether it's with jobs or with relationships, just like keep it even keel. If I die, I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the controller. If you die, better pass that shit. There's some flexibility though. Like, hey, yeah. if I spawn and die in two seconds, I'm not giving you the fucking controller. I'm sorry. And you shouldn't expect it from that me. That was Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm gonna like, I'm gonna show you the same level of respect. If you spawn and get shot immediately Keep going, I'll be like, buddy. oh, dude, that was fucking gnarly. Yeah, you go again. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not that, I'm not that big of a ball hog. Unless, yep. of course, you're absolute trash and you're my sister, then there might have been some <laughs> times where I was like, you can fuck right off with that one. Uh, <laughs> it's not my fault you spawned and then fell down the black pit. <laughs> you walked right into it. You know what? It's actually hard to just watch you play at all. Uh, so we were hanging out together playing video games. Now I'm playing by myself. So you should just leave. <laughs> yeah, we were, I was talking to Danielle. Um, and I was like, man, can you imagine having quarantine when we were all living at my mom's house? Like four kids just stuck at home, like knocking on each other's. We we do that all the time. And she was like, I miss that sometimes. Yeah. Just like if you're bored any time of any day just like walk into your siblings room like what's up what are we doing now yep <laughs> <laughs> totally like, hey what are you doing i'll be like playing video games can i watch sure they just sit on the couch and watch <laughs> me play a game yep i mean that's what you did before you had your own cell phone yep for sure oh man i remember one of the best days of my life was we were how old was i i would have been in fifth grade or something like that and or whenever however old i was when the playstation one wasn't that old yet like had been out for like a year um we didn't we never had a, any playstation or anything we we never had any nintendo systems either we, we were sega kids we had like just a sega genesis to this point that we had had forever so we went we went from sega straight to playstation and um which i think is a big, bad evolution that's a big I feel jump, like that's right? a, a common evolution is it maybe yeah maybe i'm giving the original playstation too much credit um but we my parents got home my mom got home from the grocery store and was just like hey unload the groceries and we were like yes ma'am this is what i do and i'm the best at it so yeah mom we got you you hired the right grocery guy you see your mom go back for a second trip and you're like no 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 dude i did that Every single time I would loop <laughs> my arms through as many grocery bags as I possibly could. And then just like walk in the house with 17 just grocery grunting, bags. And you're getting like these plastic bag fucking cut cuts off in your skin. Oh, just digging into your body. And that was really cool until you tried to lay it on the counter and everything is just falling all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it like, was wow, very helpful. You're a very strong boy. Can you please pick the milk up off the floor now? Thanks. <laughs> technically you did help me but i feel like i'm doing more work because of it um but anyways went to go unload the groceries on this magical day and we open up the trunk of the minivan 
and through the clear plastic bag, we see a PlayStation. On a whim, no holiday, no special occasion, they just bought us a PlayStation. Damn. Imagine the joy of a child, like that big of a gift. Because that's like a, for our family, that was like a big like Christmas gift to all three of us. You have to share it type of thing. I don't remember when we got a PlayStation, but I do remember being in the car and holding it in my lap the whole car ride, looking at all the different <laughs> games that were like featured on the back of the box. Nice. Like, oh, 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 whoa. Oh, do we have any of these? We do? We have that one? Nice. I don't know what that is, but I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm going to play this. It's so much different than a Nintendo, <laughs> which we already have two of. <laughs> Can I put it in my room? No, I can't. I just assumed because I was the boy that I could do that. <laughs> Is that a wrong assumption of me to make? Well, but yeah, but have you seen them play it? Have you seen them play video games? They're bad. They're that all bad. Definitely, that was definitely the thing. <laughs> like, uh, mom, like, n- video games are for boys. <laughs> and the girls keep wanting to play them, and they're not good. Like... They should, like, be dancing or something. <laughs> go dance. Go dance and play made-up shit. Yeah, go do your makeup. <laughs> Stupid girls. Because I want to be a small dragon child that flies around weird worlds. <laughs> <laughs> like a real man. I want to play make-believe with my fingers. <laughs> you guys go play make-believe with your dresses. Yeah, for real, with costumes and more detail in real life. Um, yeah, my my sister never played our games really hardly at all. Me and my brother, like, I was like five years older than him, so a lot of it was just me kicking his ass until he got old enough to keep up. But it was mostly just me and Jimmy playing sports games against each other growing up, mainly Madden. And then my sister, she never really cared at all. I think the occasional game showed up that she pretended to like for a couple weeks. But, yeah, it was mostly me and Jimmy. You think she pretended to not like it. But really, on the inside, she was like, I just want to play video games. I'm sad. I wish I could play video games. Now I'm sad. <laughs> Brian, what? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what happened. And you were like, why are you staring at us with that weird look on your face? She's like, I'm not singing. What? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, video man, video game systems. That was That's all that mattered for Dude, a certain I, number I want of one years. so bad right now. Yeah, that's what you're telling so me. So badly. Like, I went from, you know, video games as a kid ps1 ps2 yep. nintendo and then nothing until i was 18 um got a job working in a warehouse made a bunch of money and then halo 3 came out mm. like i'd played xbox at friends houses but i never had one wasn't halo 3 the first 360 halo xbox i think it was yeah. yeah i think so i think that's right yeah i think you're right um and it was live so I like went to this. I went to Best Buy and spent nine hundred dollars. Got, a, got a. By the way, this is nine hundred dollars in credit. Best Buy credit card credit. 
Smart. It's a smart. Got a thirty-two inch TV, an Xbox, two wireless controllers, a bunch of Ethernet cable, and like forty-eight <laughs> batteries, and a year-long subscription to Xbox Live Gold or whatever. You're like, well, my whole life is all set. I don't even know what I need money for now. Dude, I spent so much time on that thing, and I was like, this is great. It's because I'm socializing with friends since my friends don't want to leave their houses anymore. Because um, <laughs> you go from, like, really loving driving to not loving driving pretty quickly. Yeah. You're like, driving's so great. And then two years later, you're like, dude, you live 10 minutes away from me. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take long. You're like, I'm actually 20, but, like, if you think it's 10, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah like it's worse than you said but i'll let you think that if you want to um and then everybody started playing different games and i was just like coming home and playing halo with strangers and then like drinking alcohol underage in my room like i was like a bachelor before i left my mom's <laughs> house <laughs> smelled like pizza like didn't shower and i was like oh this is not healthy so i sold everything i sold the tv the xbox everything <laughs> your poor mother was probably so worried about your future um, no, she she thought everything I did was golden. She was like, ah, he'll he'll get it, <laughs> he'll figure it out. I was going to college, so that that's there true. was that. That's a good point. Um, I did the that's like one of the first things I bought when I went to um, Washington State because I didn't have like loans, school loans and stuff for community college. Um, that's I paid for a community college. I actually did get a loan and then also just used credit cards and some money from my parents but i got a lot of money for graduating high school to use towards college but i spent it all the summer after high school just doing whatever the fuck i wanted so yeah so that was i don't regret it it was a good decision. that's way cooler than having the same group of friends in elementary school i'll tell you that much yep if i had to choose um but when i got <laughs> when i got to washington state university i got like some fat school loans and i was like my bank account has literally thousands of dollars in it <laughs> It's Never endless. mind the fact that I have to use 75% of it to pay for my classes and the rest to pay for food and other very important shit. I'm going to buy a PlayStation 3 right now. <laughs> like, So I immediately went to the store, bought a PlayStation 3, controllers, God of War series, like Game of the Year edition, whatever, and just was so excited and felt like I was like, okay, college is the greatest thing ever. This is, this is my peak. That's fine. This, this is my peak. This is the peak of life. It doesn't get better than this. It's pretty dope, dude. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, great. what, when I w- went recently, well, recently, when I I moved out of a girlfriend's house three years ago? Yep. Actually, that does sound, that does sound about right. Two and a half years. Yep. So three and a half years ago. I remember it took longer for you to move in with us than I feel like Danny was like, I think Jay's going to move in, or said had mentioned it. And then it took longer than I thought it was going to take. Well, yeah, she asked me in like May and was yeah. like, it frees up in July. And I was like, cool. And she was like, you just got to pay for, uh, I think she said you got to pay for July and August. Uh huh. And my lease didn't end till the end of July. So like I pretty uh, much just fucked off and took the whole month to slowly make that move. Yeah. Also, I, I'm not very good at ripping the bandaid off. I re- like I'm bad at goodbyes. I'm yeah. Nothing, you know, that leap of faith is, you know, someone has to be like, "Go." <laughs> so, for yeah, skydiving together, do I have to push you out of the plane? Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, that. that was really that was honestly one of the easiest things ever. Well, I mean, once I committed, yeah. 
and I'm like learning how to jump out of a plane. I'm like, yeah, well, we're good. That's fine. Yeah. I think leaving the house would have been the commitment. You want to go skydiving? Nope. 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 And then once I left the house, committed. We are skydiving, and this is part of it. So this not part difficult. Of, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude, did the same thing with the PS4. Bought a PS4. Got uh, what was that game? Uh, with the with the people and the stuff. Um, the one where you has a bunch of mini games in it, and you like jump over things. No, we were talking about this actually. How it's still popular. It's not Fortnite. It was uh, Call of Duty. Overwatch, bro. Overwatch. Got super into that because I had some coworkers at the time that were really into it. Yep. And then sure enough, everybody starts playing different games. I'm playing games by myself, drinking by myself, and I'm like, damn it. Overwatch never like fully left. It like subsided, and then like it's almost built back up again. And then because uh, there's leagues all over the place. Spider Man came out and Spider Man Four. I almost lost my soul to that game. I heard that game was amazing. Dude, you just, you literally can swing around New York That's as Spider-Man. That sounds like what it should be. It's so fun. Yeah, it's like, I heard that game it's was like amazing. Grand Theft Auto, but as Spider-Man. Yeah. Sounds and then, uh, then yeah, I just sold I sold the PlayStation to to Drew because I was like not spending time on anything else other than video games. Mm. and i'm an adult now and i need to do cool stuff yeah but now that i have no fucking (laughs) job or the ability to leave my house and hang out with anybody it would be fucking actually nice to just play video games with people yeah so if you're feeling generous is that machine still in your house (laughs) yeah but it's drew's where is it in his room okay well it could be yours no that's not how that works. <laughs> that is not how that works. Yeah. What about the other one you were going to ask about? Did is, Are you going to get that one? I'm going to try. Sweet. Yeah. But if there's anybody out there who, like, you know, wants to give me video game stuff, I'd be glad to have it. And I would inst- I would give you whatever you need other than money to trade. I'll cook you food next time we see each other. Yep. <laughs> I will, I will uh, take a video of me shotgun in a beer in the shower for you if that's what you really want i guess i'll do it you know with i'll dick? read a book backwards will you do that video with dick for video no. games wait so wait for so what? someone someone sends you a request and they want you to shotgun a beer in the shower but your dick has to be visible in the video yeah are you doing that for a video game system fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> first of all i don't look bad <laughs> so if there's a video that's leaked of me naked it's like all right well that's kind of sucks but yeah you know i'm not the one who leaked it yeah um second of all if i'm shotgunning a beer naked in a shower it's kind of, that'd be kind of badass so that's far from the worst video they could get be like oh my god look at this really embarrassing video of jay looking really good naked sh- crushing that beer yeah would would not be embarrassing at all yeah, I feel like blackmailing me with a n- naked video of me wouldn't work at all. I would be I like, think black, okay, uh, blackmailing what are, me. What are your demands? You want ten dollars? No, go away. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't give us sixty dollars, we're gonna show your naked body to a bunch of people. You know, I'd be like, well, I'll be honest with you, most of them have already seen it. <laughs> so um, you're gonna have to try a little harder than that. We're gonna show it to your parents. Yeah, yep. I'm pretty sure they know what I look like naked. They raised me. 
Yeah, that's right. We're gonna show it to your your We're job. We're gonna put it on YouTube. YouTube We're gonna will show take it to it all your coworkers. I don't have any. I'm I'm actually unemployed right now, so I do, go for it. <laughs> so you are unblackmailable with the nude video at the moment. Yeah, actually, let's do it. What let's about just send out? What about five dollars? Would someone be able to get five dollars from you not to release that video to the world? I would just be like, "What the fuck is the point? What are you doing?" Yeah. I still think I would just be like, like I'll no. just give you five bucks because you sound pretty desperate. <laughs> yeah, you you so need some help. You. You're trying to blackmail people for a fiver. You're like, you know, there's like a government program going on right now that's yeah. giving people money that need it. So you just can, do that. You maybe? can get five dollars by like sneezing in the right way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think so. <laughs> Um, well, this is, this is a good, I think this is a good episode and then you're welcome for this episode for making it, for talking about it, for powering through this depressing fucking quarantine. Yeah. Thanks for lifting my spirits. I feel better now. Good. Good. Me too. Until tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) New episode coming every day. Just kidding. Don't, that's, we're not doing that. Nope. Um, but. We did it. Hooray. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Happy good night.